Welcome to Stories of Hope. This is a podcast by the Dream Center where you will hear from people who have stories that once seemed hopeless. People whose stories of redemption and life transformation are so powerful they can only be possible by the power of Jesus. Hey everyone, my name is Tatum and I'm here with Joey. Hey guys and welcome to our podcast today. We are part of the leadership team here at the Dream Center and today we'll be talking with Joni Scruggs. Joni is our office coordinator and she is newer in her position and we are so thankful that she is here on staff with us. So hi Joni, how are you? I'm great. How are you all? Good. Well, we're excited to hear your story of hope. So why don't you just begin by telling us a little bit about yourself and what it was like growing up in your family? Okay. I grew up in Wilmington, North Carolina, and I've lived in Easley for a little over 30 years. And about a year after that, uh, I met my husband on a blind date, and we recently celebrated our 29th wedding anniversary. Actually went back to the beach where we were married, and it was just very, very, very special. Um, He's an amazing Christian man, truly my soulmate. God just blessed me in the most amazing way. Don't feel deserving of him, um, but I'm so thankful that I accepted the Lord early and I did wait on the right one. And my parents are to be thanked for their prayers for that. Definitely. Um, We grew up in a great Christian home. The doctor told my mom that she would never have kids, but she prayed. And nine years later, God answered her prayers. Um, And I'm in the middle of two sweet brothers, Reggie and Dean. Um, Mother and Daddy loved Jesus so much, and they served him in so many ways. They were always singing in church and other churches and lots of places. And as a child, I remember going to Salvation Armies and rescue missions and just different places. Um, And the songs that they sang just, uh, just ring in my ears, and the words are always in my heart. Um, Our home was a place where the neighborhood friends loved to be. Um, Mom was always home with us, and we always felt so loved and special. Maybe because she waited on us for so long, but um, she didn't hire a babysitter often, I hear. Um, She was definitely the heart of our home. She made her closest children, and she provided all the discipline and the guidance that was needed. She was there with us. My dad was working at DuPont, and... Oh, he was so funny. A funny little man. He would call us his gravy sloppers once in a while. And <laughs> anyway, he, he was he was just, just a funny man to be around. Mother also was as well, but in, in kind of a different way, I guess. Um, but Dad showed his love for us in all kinds of ways. The caring um, and just loving our mother. And, of course, the sweet childhood memories. Goodness, they took us to fairs. I remember the fun vacations, Christmas time. Uh, and we enjoyed the beach back home a lot. Um, not quite as much when my dad happened to be gets, well, actually was stung by a Portuguese man of war. And the ER doctor said that he did not know how daddy got back to shore because it wrapped him and he was way out swimming. But uh, daddy did know. And he let the doctors know that it was God. And God was always there. Oh, he was always there in our home. Just a sweet, sweet um, atmosphere. <laughs> I can still smell those good breakfasts before school. And um, once I heard my mother praying for us, um, got up a little bit early. And uh, she was just naming all of our names in prayer. And uh, she was a prayer warrior and loved her family so much. Her greatest desire was that we would love and accept the Lord. Come to him to know him personally. 
they both encouraged us in our dreams and things that we wanted to do. So supportive. And of course, we regularly were in church the three times a week in vacation Bible school and church camps. And um, at times, yeah, we thought they were too strict. But um, my brothers and I, we broke the rules. We didn't like the rules sometimes. But now I don't think they were too strict. They were just really amazing, precious parents. And I just thank God for them. I had the privilege of knowing both your mom and your dad. And uh, I would love to hear your mom pray. She could she could just speak to God like nobody else. And um, I, I remember hearing her one time and just the example that she had. It was an amazing, it had an impact on me. For those that are listening today, Joni, uh, when did you begin that personal relationship with Christ? I know you said that it's because your mom and dad pray for you, and I'm, I guarantee that's the case. But um, when did you begin that personal relationship, and how has that relationship with the Lord um, shaped your life? Okay. Um, I was saved during a spring revival. Um, I was 12 years old, and it was the first time I had ever been convicted at all, Um I didn't go forward the first night. I felt that conviction, and oh my goodness, we had friends with us. We Mom and Dad always invited people, and our friends had packed out that blue Dodge wagon of Dad's. And um, Anyway, I knew, though, that night when I laid down to go to sleep, that if I died during the night, I would go to hell. And I knew that I needed Jesus so much. I was kind of a big mess. I was a very strong-willed child. And I always knew to do right, and I always knew when I was doing wrong because of my parents' uh, you know, godly training at home. Um, thank you, Mom and Dad, for that. Wow. Well, I didn't sleep much that night, but the second night of revival, oh my goodness, I know that I was probably the first one on the altar after the invitation was given. My oldest brother was also saved that night in the Nazarene church. I remember feeling mom and dad, and hearing them praying with us and crying and just thanking God that their children had done exactly what they wanted the most for us. And most especially, I remember the heavy weight lifted, knowing that I was saved. And um, I was just like, so this is what forgiveness feels like. It was just so amazing. My life changed. I no longer snuck around at night and got in the quarter jar, the school money. I would uh, not do the things that I used to do (laughs) that I knew were so wrong. But um, anyway, Mom said I didn't have to pay her back. Dad, they were were good with that. So, um, And I always got twice as many spankings as my brothers put together. But I really began to want to please the Lord. And again, I'm so forever grateful for mom's discipline um, as she was home with us, you know, so much. I had the typical struggles. Um, I was always a little too sassy and independent, Um, but for certain knowing Christ, it personally changes your wants, desires, and as we read his word, you know, his mom would just help us to point us to those devotions. Oh my goodness, we grow. And raised by an old-fashioned mom, precious lady, I dressed a little differently than my school friends, and high school was a little difficult for me at times, but my dear mother, she was there when I got home to encourage me, 
and just uh, just to love on me. And uh, she loved her one and only girl. <laughs> and only with the Lord was I able to get through a lot of those struggles because I just looked to him and I knew that uh, I was his. And uh, these things made me stronger, very much so. Wow, Jenny, that's a great testament to what I believe every parent hopes, every Christ-following parent hopes for their children to begin a personal relationship with them. And it sounds like your parents did an amazing job of, you know, establishing that foundation of Christ in your household. And um, praise God that you that you did respond in faith and you now have a personal relationship. And even knowing you over the last couple of months of you working at the Dream Center, it's very evident that you are, like you said, seeking to please the Lord. So um, that is so awesome to hear. So, Joni, speaking of the Dream Center, um, how did you first get involved with the Dream Center? And can you tell us a little bit about what your specific role is at the Dream Center as well? Yes. Um, well, um, leading up to that, I guess um, – toughest times came when uh, I um, ended up uh, helping uh, mother and daddy and uh, let's see mother was diagnosed with cancer at 82 never had been sick and she went home to be with the Lord in 2012 dad was able to take care of her then my oldest brother had lymphoma and uh, he went home uh, shortly thereafter he was one of the most faithful believing godly men that I have ever known it was a lot like my mom. Everything changed in my life, though. And then uh, my daddy, after a very brief illness, and always so thankful that he could take care of mother, he joined them on Mother's Day in 2018. And those 10 years were just very, very hard. Um, so the jobs, uh, they were sporadic, full-time most of the time. But I was looking... Um, after that time, I was looking uh, for another full-time job, and I had worked some temporary positions, um, and I happened to see a posting of um, our wonderful executive director um, for an office position. So I immediately applied and uh, talked to someone there, and uh, I was hired and I felt so privileged to be offered a position at the Dream Center. I didn't know a whole lot about it, and I feel really badly that I didn't, because now I see what a ministry, what a ministry it is, so needed. Um, and needless to say, I'm blessed daily by the people that walk in, engaging with the folks that, that we encounter from the ones who don't have a place to stay, that are homeless, to the OV residents um, and watching them grow in Christ and just seeing uh, the love of Christ in them and loving on them. Um, and it's just it's just more than I could have even asked for. Um, I'm responsible for keeping track of uh, the public classes and the classes the residents uh, are taking as well and the dream dollars that are distributed and... Um, I get to meet our amazing volunteers. Shout out for them. Thankful for each of them. Without you all, you know, what? how would we get it done? Um, you're just amazing. But uh, I get to schedule intake appointments with our crisis intervention specialist with these various folks that we encounter and um, get to hear their stories as I talk with them on the phone or get to sit with them sometimes. They may ask me to pray for them, and it's a very humbling 
very humbling experience. Um, I get to take donations, uh, get to unload cushions out of the truck, and just different things. Um, and it's a blessing to have the opportunity just to do whatever is needed because this is such a needed, needed ministry. Just outside of the walls of the church, there is so much more needed, and I'm just so thankful I'm a part of it. Well, speaking of shout-outs, as you mentioned just a second ago um, for our volunteers, i got to give you a shout-out because um, you make people feel very welcome when they walk into the main office. And uh, you're the the voice that and the face that people see when they come in. And, and every morning, Miss Joni, I will tell you that uh, I am – I get that hello. and Or you just pop your head in my office and you say hi and – and, and I really appreciate that. Um, that's one thing that I've learned is is to recognize people more uh, than what I used to because I was so busy-centered that I would look past people, and that's not what I'm called to do. I'm, I'm here to, to minister, to see people for where they are and, and who they are. And so I appreciate that. That's their shout-out. But one thing that we wanted to ask you was, what have you learned since you started here at the Dream Center? Oh, Joey, that's a very humbling question. Joey, that is a very humbling question. Okay, I've come to a just a different realization of just how much Jesus loves. Um, I've always been drawn to people that were a little bit different to me. I've always tried to be their friend in the grocery store, you know, helping people that need help the older folks, just different things that I've asked God to help me to be aware of, and I just uh, find so much joy in that. But as you mentioned, to see people, Joey and Tatum, I've watched you both, and you're such a blessing to me. Oh, my goodness. But to see people as they are, as Jesus does, and to love them, and um, just, to, just to give them a word of hope and to let them know that um you know, they are loved, and that with God's help, they can do anything. So I guess the change has been mostly that. Um, when you see that they need his touch so desperately, and we're all just equal in his eyes, but it is just the best feeling to interact with him and just to love them. That's definitely a huge thing that I feel like I've also learned. I got to serve in the office coordinator position before Joni, um, I'm so grateful that you've just stepped into it and you've been so gracious in it and have really just learned very quickly and, and taken to the role so well. So it's, um, you're definitely in the right position and you're the right person to be at that front front desk, that front face, the pr- first person that everyone sees. Um, it's such an honor to be in that position. So I'm very grateful that you do get to love people because like Joey was saying, it is very evident that you do love and uh, Obviously, that is through your relationship with Christ, that God first loved you, that you get to then love others right. with a full heart. So, Joni, can you tell us in your life what you're most thankful for? Well, I guess I would have to say, of course, I'm most thankful for Jesus. I'm thankful that God sent his very best to us, um, his only son, that he, that he took that cruel cross, that uh, horrible death, he bled, he died for us, for me, and all I had to do was to choose him, to repent and ask him to save me, 
Um, and it's just a choice that we all have. So I thank him so much for that. That means more to me than anything in my life. And my life, both mine and Terry's, revolves around that. Oh, I thank God for my darling husband, Terry. Um, I'm grateful that God saved him for me. Uh, his mom was very young when uh, he was born. And I always thanked her for keeping him because he was definitely the one God chose for me. He loves the Lord so much. He makes me laugh. We have fun together. We act like kids sometimes. Um, just thankful that I have a godly man. We like doing the same things. And we just want to minister more and do more for Christ together. There are so many things. Legacy of faith for my family. You know, on both sides of my family. Goodness, thankful that, you know, as children... We were just taught, I mean, ingrained in our hearts and our minds, you know, Jesus loved us and that we can have that joy of Christ. I watched my parents go through things and then I went through things and that joy, um, even in the dark, tough days, we can trust him totally. He's our best friend and those promises are true. We can cling to definitely. You know, you said in, in those moments in our lives and in those dark times, and um, somebody's probably listening today, and um, they need hope. And that's what our podcast is all about, Stories of Hope. Um, so as someone's listening today, how would you, uh, what piece of encouragement, what hope would you give to somebody that's out there listening and they, they need that today? What would you say to them right now? To anyone listening who thinks that there is no hope, I would like to say that uh, there is, there is because the God who made the universe, who sent his son, his very best uh, for us, gave everything for us. He loves you, and no matter where you are, um, no matter what you've done, his grace is so sufficient, uh, and he is strong when we're our weakest. We can look to him with any circumstance we face, if we know Christ and if we have chosen him as our Savior, he walks with us and putting him first in our life. Um, all I can say is it just pays to live for Jesus because he's always with us, um, never leaves us. And um, I can look back and see God's hand at work in my life. And I can't imagine not knowing him. I drifted. I drifted from him. Uh, and he brought me back. He always loves us, and he never stops loving us, and we can count on that. Um, and just to give us the joy of Christ when things aren't so joyful, I would just say to look to Christ, choose him. It's worth it all to live for him, and there's nothing in this world that's worth missing heaven over. It is a blessing to be his child. Joni, we're so thankful that you're part of the Dream Center, and we're so grateful to have you today on this podcast and, and to share a little bit of your story and to challenge somebody with that piece of encouragement and hope. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And everyone, thank you so much for joining us on Stories of Hope. We will see you next time. And remember, one person can't do everything, but every person can do something. Thanks for joining us today for Stories of Hope. 
For more information about the Dream Center, visit our website at dreamcenterpc.org. Additional resources related to today's episode can be found in our podcast show notes.